and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of Repeater. My name is Evan. And I'm Pat. And with us today is comedian, actor, all-around hostess with the mostest, Carly and Philbin. Hi, guys. Hello. What a nice thing to say. Thank you. You got it. Hostess with the mostest, and it's true. It's so true. <laughs> it's so true. Uh, thank you for being here today. Yeah, I'm so pumped. I'm super excited. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. This um, is the first time I'm speaking to anyone all day. Oh, wow. Oh. I know. We're so honored. Thank you. <laughs> um, good thing it's being recorded. Mm-hmm. I know. My, <laughs> I, 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 whenever I have to go in for voiceover auditions, I'm always like, I asked the casting director because I'm not good at voiceovers. I don't know why anyone brings... I'm like really good at improv, by the way. P.S. I'm very funny. So when there's like somebody else I can play with, it's great. But if it's just me, like I'm a mom and I'm running around town all day, I'm horrific and it sounds like I'm reading. But also my voice is, I think, very thin. So I asked the casting directors, I'm like, do you guys think my voice is thin? And they're like, no. (laughs) Anyway, I'm Carly. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And welcome to the show. Uh, let's talk about something we've been listening to lately. Pat. Sure. Um, got my new Screaming Females album. It's called All at Once. Uh, mm. I pre-ordered it, so I got it four days before it hits like all the streaming services, wow. which feels wow. like very exclusive. So you bought um, it. You... I did buy it. Wow. Yes. Congratulations. I bought it on vinyl because... What? Yeah. It's, it's a bad habit. Okay, so wait. You pre-ordered it. You're going to get it four days before it comes out. Is that what you said? Yeah, so like... I got the physical copy in the mail. Oh, you already got it. But like, it's not releasing the like Spotify okay, and got things it. like that until Friday. I understand. Um, which is exciting. Uh, I like them a lot, and the song that I have really enjoyed uh, is called Agnes Martin. Hmm. Um, it has some cool like almost like classic rock riffs on it. Cool. And, um, if you're not familiar with Screaming Females. Uh, Marissa, the lead guitarist in he that. He looked at me when he said that because he knows I am not <laughs> familiar. <laughs> he knows I know, so that's the other part of it, yeah. too. He saw my excitement when uh, <laughs> got yeah. the record in the mail. But, um, yeah, it's cool guitar riff. She has a really interesting voice, and um, that album is full of a lot of really cool guitar solos. What's the album called? All at Once. Okay, in four mm. days, I'm going <laughs> to stream it. You're going to peep it. Mm-hmm. Uh, very cool. Uh, I, yeah, I'm looking forward to checking that album out too. Cool. I haven't heard it yet. I have been listening to the Black Panther soundtrack, mm-hmm. which came also out last good. week, I think, which is really great. Um, I don't, I haven't seen the movie yet. So, me neither. A lot of the like narrative elements of it, or kind of like the character elements of it, I guess, are sort of lost on me, but it's making me look forward to seeing the movie quite a bit. Do you yeah. know uh, about the world of Black Panther? Only, uh, only a little bit, like, um, based on very small amount of being into it when I was a kid. And then, what? you know, kind of like the more recent movie and stuff that he's been in. What franchise is Black Panther? Marvel. Marvel. Yeah, I don't know. Anytime a movie go- like that comes out and everyone gets excited, I feel so left out because I don't understand yeah. Yeah. comics. And I know that's my fault and that's on me. Yeah, I don't know if it's like a thing you got to feel bad about. <laughs> not, not <laughs> but everybody comics. knows about it, especially Black Panther. Everyone's so like obsessed with it, and I can't participate in the conversation. And as yeah. a cis straight white woman, I feel right. like right now is the time for me to participate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I think one of like the cool things about uh, the movie and, and and it being a big deal is like it, you know, it's a big cultural thing just for African Americans in general and mm-hmm. for yeah. uh, Black Americans because e- even if you like don't know anything about the the character or the world it comes from it's just this idea of like oh um finally we get like an almost entirely black cast 
superhero movie at the same level as all the other superhero movies. Right. So I, mean, I think yeah. like that's like half or more of what's cool about it. Characters regard, you know, like aside. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And and I was reading something about the casting director and her ch- her choices for, or not the casting director, the costumer. Okay. And mm-hmm. her choices for the costumes and things yeah. like that. And that made me interested. Did you guys have movie pass? I don't. Do not. I got to get it. Okay. Well, I ordered it on December 20th and they charged me and I've not received it. And I've gotten Jesus. seven emails saying, looks like you received your movie pass. I'm like, I didn't. And they don't have a phone number. They have no phone number. So I emailed them three times and I said, don't make me take this to Twitter. But I think I got to yeah. take it to Twitter. You got to take it to Twitter. This I mean, is what I've heard. You just took it to a podcast. So. Yes, <laughs> movie pass. I'm calling you out. But if I take it to Twitter for a $10 per month movie pass, is that so obnoxious? I think it's fine. Because okay, thank you. The thing is, <laughs> this is why I've been reluctant to sign up for it is uh, because I've heard like enough of this exact story. And I've heard plenty of people being like oh, i signed up and i got it no problem mm-hmm. but i've yeah. heard a disproportionately high number of people like they never sent me anything it took forever they were charging me anyways and it just seems shady yeah yeah i wanted to believe in it yeah there are yeah. believers out there that are loving it that's because they have it they're it's <laughs> easy to believe when you own it yeah, when exactly. it's in your wallet yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, um, I was going to shout out one song, though, from that soundtrack that I thought was really great. Uh, it's called All of the Stars, and it is a Kendrick Lamar and SZA uh, collaboration. Yeah, it's very it's, good. It's really good. I think he, I might be wrong about this, but I think he ha- like released four brand new songs for this album, which is huh. a pretty cool thing. Yeah. For like a guy of his caliber, I mean, obviously a lot of them are like based on the movie, so they might not make sense on a Kendrick album, but very cool for him to like really put forth that effort, and very cool for the studios and everything to like want a very original quality soundtrack which totally. is not that popular of a thing these days to do you know right right mm-hmm. uh carly okay well i'm i've been listening to three songs nonstop, and that's kind of how i am mm-hmm. i i fall in love with maybe two to four songs and they're not necessarily new but it, sure. they could be ones they from the 80s ones yeah. from the 90s but it, i just listen to only a handful of songs for months and then i get sick of them and right now it's demi lovato's Daddy issues. Ooh. Have you heard? I have not. Yes. It's you have. I, th- I believe I have. Yeah. I haven't listened to her new album. Only the her the two singles I've heard off her new album, which I love, and I don't uh-huh. know why I didn't. I didn't stream the rest of her. <laughs> my whole thing is when I'm home, it's podcasts. But okay. I'm trying to make it about new music because I would love more new music in my life. So Demi Lovato, Daddy Issues. Do you guys know this might make me sound like such a loser because maybe this is such a popular artist, but. Um, Noah Cyrus, Miley Cyrus's sister. I only know of her because I know like Miley Cyrus. I've never listened to her music. She's good. Yeah. yeah. I like, I, I did stream a couple of her songs, but the one song that I keep on listening to, it's called Stay Together. And it's just, it's like a fun poppy anthem. Mm-hmm. It seems like, it seems like you would listen to it at the beginning of summer, like ah. with your windows rolled down. I really love it. Um, and the third one is, and this is a shock for me because I <laughs> am against country music. Okay. I, I, anti. I protest. Yes. Okay. I'm anti-country music. What it, and country is the worst uh, name for a genre, <laughs> by the way. Uh, um, it's, uh, it's a song by Cam. And I'm not sure if that's a woman's name or if it's the band. Okay. okay. And the song is called Diane. And I, my old roommate, who really is super talented, she, just for fun, not try to be famous, um, will cover songs and mm-hmm. put them on Instagram. And she's like really, really good. And she covered the song and it's so fucking good. Mm, nice. So Diane by Cam. I'll have to check it out. Ooh, great. Love it. Love uh, it. I do, I'm the opposite of protesting country. I like country. So Who do you like? 
besides Nia Twain. There's a lot of... <laughs> oh, my God. I don't think she's in the mix. She's not. No, she's a pop artist. Okay, well, that's my country. Yeah, but exactly. I, I think a lot, some of it had to do with, like, growing up. I grew up in Ohio, so not necessarily the South, but everybody loved country music around yeah, me, yeah. and I just, I, you know, I had to be like, Whatever, I'm too cool for that. We recently had another Ohioan on the show, Brady O'Callaghan, and we almost exclusively talked about country music. Really? Yeah. And I, I think he's from Cleveland. Uh, yeah. Which is where I'm from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, very, and very it doesn't surprise me because one fourth of New York are Ohio transfers. <laughs> insane. I have no idea why. Yeah. I don't know. Um, That's it. What song do you want to talk about today? I would like to talk about the best pop song, a song that influenced. The wave of pop music in the 90s. Wow. It came out right after Spice Girls, but before Backstreet and NSYNC, mm-hmm. and that's Mbop by Hanson. All right, let's listen to a clip of it. Okay. This song oh, was God. released April 15th, 1997, which is my internet passcode. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, yes, I do remember. Remember this song come out very clearly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man. Did you think they were girls? Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't I think so. Did. No. That that thought never crossed my mind that they were women. Yeah. I thought they were like dorks though. I guess something like that. You know. Like, yeah. I didn't. They seem too good. They seem too clean. <laughs> they seem too clean. Yeah. And this this chorus of just a made up phrase is yeah. just like. I don't know. Yeah, I'll, I can definitely funny. explain why oh. they did it and the lyrics if you need me to. We'll get into it. I will say, so um, I went on a date with this guy two weeks ago, and he's a musician. I know. I'm not trying to date musicians, okay? So if you're a musician, <laughs> do not contact me. Uh, I don't want to date any an artist. Sorry, I don't want to. But um, he had an audition to tour with Hanson. Oh, wow. So, so cool. he, had, he, had, he had two auditions and they were both like jam sessions and he told me in the second one, which was at their Tribeca loft, he went to their Close. house, he said that it, they took a break for a second and the drummer, Zach, was reading a book and, and this guy was like, what are you reading? And Zach's like, the good book. Zach was reading the Bible <laughs> during this jam <laughs> session. Isn't that crazy? Not surprised. They I know. Were, they're very, I mean, we'll get it. Like, they were all married by like their mid or early 20s, weren't they? Well, Taylor was married at 19. Yeah. Yeah, and they all have so many kids and this is... I, I don't want, I hate, I think people have the wrong Im- image of Hanson and this is going to add to that wrong yeah, image. Yeah. They they do kind of live on a compound. Like yeah. they own property in wow. Oklahoma and e- each of their homes are mm. on this property. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, now before we super get into it, uh, okay. we're going to try to guess why you chose this song. Okay, yeah. Okay, yes. Okay, so I think that you uh, were very into the Spice Girls and had been for quite some time. And we're listening to. Wait, sometimes did you hear me say that that Spice just came like out two months before? Literally, that. Yes. yeah, at the end of '96. So full two out. months, which when you're in, when you're that age <laughs> yeah. is a long time. Yeah. yeah, I heard it and then just misrepresented time in my own mind. <laughs> uh, but you were on that wave mm-hmm. of pop music, and we're listening to the local radio's uh, top five songs of the day. And this came on and you're like, Ooh, I like that chorus mm-hmm. and needed to know everything about it. Mm-hmm. And that's what you're, that's what you, why you think I chose that song for today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, mine, my guess is going to be pretty, pretty boring. And, but I think, okay. Informed, which is, I, I do know that you're a huge Hanson fan. Mm-hmm. It's not like just this song. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I can only assume that this is like the first Hanson song that mattered to you. That would be my guess because it was like such a high profile tune sure. when it came out. So I would say that you chose this because like this is the this is the seed of your fandom, which has been ever since they came out till now. Yes. So that's my guess. Well, I feel like Pat, you are at a disadvantage because you don't know me that well. But I will say I chose this song because truly this is the song I've listened to most. Mm, I have, yeah. I, you know what I mean? I've yeah. listened to this song yeah, the yeah. most amount of times and I still love it. Oh, yeah. And I still choose to listen to it. That's a feat yeah. for any song. Mm-hmm. For it sure. is. And this, uh, and like I said, like I will fall in love with a couple songs and then I will get bored with them. It's like sh- like too much sugar and then I'll get a stomachache, but not this song. Yeah, I could listen to it every day for the rest of my life. What do you think what do you think about this song makes it sort of everlasting for you? I think I genuinely love how it sounds. Mm -hmm. Okay. Genuinely. But I I guess there's two reasons. I remember the day when I I heard it in the morning when I was getting ready for school and you know, it's Mbop by Hanson. They were playing it every Every, fourth song. Yeah. Yeah. So I heard it when I was getting ready for school and I heard it on the drive to school and that whole day I just, thought about this song. I'm like, I need to get my hands on this song as if it was a physical thing. I'm like, Mm. I need to own this song. This song needs to be a part of me. And this, I'm 12 years old. And so I went home and it was on the radio a lot, like I said, and I I have a cassette tape front, like A and B side, just filled with this song because that was like my version of keeping it. Like every time it came on the radio, I would record it. Yeah, that's interesting. And I just remembered how... I like and and this is before I saw them. So yes, there's that. I'm 12. They're my age. They're cute boys. But this was before that. It was just this sound needed to play constantly, <laughs> <laughs> and I just I loved it. And I I don't know if this is uh, well yeah. well and this is just expanding my love for Hanson. Sure. This does include this song, and because now I feel like I live in a liberal city and I'm surrounded by liberal minded people. And now I think people are fine with Hanson, but most of my life, I think you can imagine people hated Hanson. Mm, and even yeah. as an adult, before Hanson came out with their newer stuff, maybe people didn't know what they were doing. And I'm like, my favorite band is Hanson. People, it did, they couldn't really understand it. Yeah. But Hanson, to me, I'm in, I'm I've known them <laughs> for 21 years in April, and just their music has been with me during every event of my life. You know what I mean? They're yeah. the most consistent thing in my life you know and they just feel like a blanket I guess you know um yeah so that's why I chose this song I love Hanson and this was my seed to Hanson but I do I love this song and I love what it stands for (laughs) Uh, for those that are uninformed who maybe only know the chorus Mm -hmm, what does this song stand for this song means you, I mean, literally, like, you have so many relationships in this life, only one or two will last. You just, and the whole metaphor of you plant all these different seeds and you just have to see what grows. They're talking specifically in relationships, but I think you can equate it to life. They're just saying, like, try new things, be open-minded, mm-hmm. and you truly have no idea what is ever going to last, so make the most of it right now. Make the most of it if your seed's in the ground, if it's just begun to bloom, and be okay if it dies. And I love that. And, and... 
I mean, this it came out in 1997, but they had they recorded two albums before Middle of Nowhere. Right. The second one is called Mbop, in which Mbop is super super long on that album, like eight minutes. Yeah. Okay. And Zach was 12 in 97, but they they I mean, he was probably eight or nine. Yeah. When yeah. I think that is unbelievable. Like, what were we doing when we were eight or nine? You <laughs> Nothing. know what I mean? Nothing. So my respect and love for Hanson is enormous. Yeah. And I really do. And But on, t- on, on top of it, I love their music. I mean, yeah. I love every, I don't love every song. And honestly, their newer stuff, I don't love as much. But, okay. um, you know, you don't have to, you can like love a band forever and not like some of their stuff. You're right. I think that's very yeah. normal. And I feel confident in doing that. Yeah. Um, but like, I think you are right. It's like people probably, because Mbop was so huge mm-hmm. and then no one, like most of America didn't pay attention to what happened mm-hmm. immediately after that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people either hate that song, therefore they hate Hanson. Yeah. Or they just think that. You describing your favorite band, you're like, why do you like a one-hit wonder? Yeah, and I mean I'm like, that is the other about? shitty kind of attitude about yeah. them. But they, you know, they probably will go down in American pop culture as a one-hit wonder. But mm-hmm. they are have been this very long and hardworking band mm-hmm. with a pretty dang loyal fan base, right? Oh yeah, for sure. I see people even now that I saw dec- a decade ago, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. still at their concerts, and I just. They just released a Christmas album, and they had a Christmas concert here in Kodak, right in Times Square. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's bad. They did it two nights in a row. It's yeah. sold out. It's yeah, super yeah. packed, and with like adult, and it was coed adult yeah. Yeah. adult people, and it was really cool. But yeah, so I think what I, like my whole thing is people love to hate Hanson. They hated Hanson so much. They didn't understand the hair. The high voices, they hated Mbop. So I lived through that my whole life. But now that Han- Hanson is is considered indie right now, okay. people have a little bit more respect <laughs> for them. So now yeah. I don't have to be like... And also I know a lot more open-minded and honestly gay people who respect pop yeah. music. Uh, yeah, but I've, I spent a lot of time defending them. I think part yeah. of it too, sorry, is just that you get older and you see a band stick around for a long time that don't seem to be like trading on gimmicks mm-hmm. or anything that i mean kind of like my opinion personally it's like i see Han- hansen stick around this whole time and just put out the albums they want to put out they don't really seem to be like trying to tr- uh, cash in on anything no they're not they right left, they were on island def jam mm-hmm. <laughs> uh and kind of like got kicked out left they made a mini documentary about it but they mm-hmm. also have their own label yeah. yeah i just think they're cool so there's this part of me that i'm just like well i guess i probably just have to respect this band because they seem to just heads down work hard and they've made a life out of making music. So how at this point, all these years later, it's like, how could I really have a problem with them? Yeah. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. well, it also just puts a disconnect in what one hit wonder means. It's like, sure. They had one huge hit, but also if they're still putting out music and have their own label, like maybe they were one hit wonder, but that's still a success. Mm-hmm. And I think oh, you actually sure. might be surprised. They've had, well, they've I, had other charting singles. Yeah. Like, yes, I'm well had. aware, but like not, they never repeated that success. Exactly. You're right. But, but yeah. Mbop did come out when like it retired the grunge phase. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's another reason why Mbop was so powerful because we were, we were transitioning. It was like happy boys singing happy music. <laughs> yes. I mean, it was truly like a novel thing at the time. Uh-huh, yes. And, yeah, for sure. Along with Spice Girls, happy girls singing yeah. happy But yeah. then, uh, but unfortunately, and I don't have any, I, I'm, uh, I, I like NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. I don't know if I would say I'm a huge fan, 
but they got kind of lumped in with the whole boy band phenomenon. And I just Hanson did. Yeah, and I just always saw them as so different. I yeah. never would have put them in that category in my brain. Oh yeah, they were in all like, and that's because I bought you know every Teen Bop ish yeah. kind yeah. of like Tiger Beat. Yeah, it was Hanson, yeah. Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, and like Devin yeah. Sawa and Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard this song. Uh, I guess I was in fifth grade and heard this song and thought it was great because it is, it's a lot of fun. And, you know, I was in fifth grade about to go into sixth grade and that's the time of your life where you're like trying to figure out who you are and like what your things are. Mm -hmm. And so I like... That's a time. I wouldn't say that's the time. (laughs) But it is a time. And, um, but I was like, oh, cool. I have my band that I can follow. And then we moved and I went to a middle school and immediately was like, I don't have any friends. Like, I don't know. I'm going to moved half a mile. <laughs> Everybody I knew, but like I was still, <laughs> but you're with new people every day. Yeah. Right. Like, different and people every day. And you know, like having the Hanson CD in my Walkman was not cool. Mm-hmm. So I like went hard the other direction and was like, all right, well who lives in my neighborhood? What are they listening to? Oh, corn. Cool. Mm. I'm going to listen to a lot of corn. Corn. We all make mistakes. <laughs> Yo, no, I know. What, what's one song corn sings? What's our biggest song? Freak, Freak on a leash. leash is the only oh, one yes, I really yes, remember. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I they have a lot of other, a lot of other songs, but that was their biggest hit probably. I mean, sure. they, had, they charted heavily in like 98, 99, 2000. Yeah. yeah and I just totally missed that. Yeah. <laughs> and, but like, I think that's, I mean, just going back to like what Hanson is and what Mbop was, it's mm-hmm. like, especially being that age where it's like, no, just let people like the things they like. But it's also know. a good point. You kind of point out like the rock music that came right after Hanson. Hanson was truly a moment like, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. because it was um, it was a lot of like you had grunge in the 90s and grunge sort of transitioned into this like post grunge radio rock, which was still kind of trying to be edgy, but was like not at all. And then you had something so specifically bright in Mbop, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and so specifically like fun and happy. And then right after it, the rise of new metal, like yeah, as a popular genre and like rap rock and new metal. Like yeah. it had no time. It had no time. And we- no one else around it that I can really remember that was like, oh, we're also this kind of band doing this kind of music so that there's a scene. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure there were in like smaller places yeah. on the earth, but not like the radio. Yeah. On the radio, it seemed like, oh, that was just the thing that they did. And then no one else did it. Right. Right. I mean, I, and also what's so unfortunate about that was, Hanson was so like f- literally young and we didn't yeah, get, yeah. we didn't give them a chance. I think, I think we, ed- okay. So on middle of nowhere, there was Bob, where's the love. There was, I will is come that, to you. Is Penny and me on that album. No, that's that way, way after. Oh, okay. Way after. That's maybe three albums. I know maybe like three san- songs total by Hanson. And okay. that's one of them. That's well, what I asked. On, on this, their second album, mm-hmm. um, their big hit was if only. And that I think as a society we let if we allowed if only and I I think that because I know that if only stayed on TRL for a while. Oh, okay. Um, of course, I've recorded every time yes. they were on TRL, but then it died. But then Penny and Me, and then that's when I feel like people they got respect from people. But in the last couple of years, they had get the girl back, and they had um, I've been thinking about something which people. Ooh. Okay. have heard because they came up to me and they're like, oh, I heard Hanson on the radio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. I can still hear them sometimes in the grocery store and right, stuff. Yeah. Um, the song that uh, 
it must have been in my teens at some point, or maybe it was college, but I think it was my teens, where I decided to like respect Hanson mm-hmm. was um uh is it called On My Oh, this this time around. This time around, yeah. That yes. was the single that like I heard that and I was like, Oh, those guys are good. Yeah. And I was just like, why have I been such a prick about them for these <laughs> like past mm-hmm. five or six years or whatever? Yeah. Uh, uh, if only is on that album. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That was their second album, but it came out a little bit after Middle oh, Nowhere. Okay. Well, no, because they did that. Then they did the Christmas album. Then they mm. toured a lot and did yeah. a live I think album. maybe I just didn't hear it until years later. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I just didn't even know what I was missing. Yeah. I had someone, um, tell, well, he wrote this online, um, but I was like, Thank you, because that spoke to me personally. And this was only a couple years ago. He said that that, that album's called The Walk. Oh, wait, no, that album is called This Time Around. And okay. he said that is one of the most underrated albums of all time. Well, and I was like, thank you so much for saying that. I agree. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And yeah. I've seen them 21 times in concert. Wow. wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's wild. They're, they put on such a good show, you guys. I bet. Yeah. They really do. They must have. They must seem like they're having a good time. I think they love it. Because you can I'm, go watch so many bands just phone it in, you know, or yeah. whatever, or try to be fucking cool the whole time. or wh- There's so many ways you can ruin a show. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they just, in the most, the w- that I would picture is just in the most, like, innocent and joyful way, they probably just have a great time. They really, I mean, that's what it seems like. Yeah. They're definitely not getting wasted, you know what I mean? <laughs> Obviously, there's nights where it's work more than, sure. more yeah. than fun, yeah. but I'm like, they seem to be they seem to have like a great attitude about it. I, I think I really do think so. And I have met them a couple times and every single time just very nice and sweet and, and they're just who they are. Uh, and also something else I love about them that speaks to how genuine they are. They just got a social media presence like <laughs> last year. That's impressive. I know. Like they had Hanson as a band had one, but like never updated it. Yeah. And then they, all, you could tell it was a, it push. was a push, yeah, because they all got PR their effort. own. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then they started updating their Hanson one every day. So, yeah, and also their most recent single called I Was Born. Mm. NPR recently, well, when it came out, they raved about it and said oh, it yeah. was like, don't forget about Hanson. They're great. Cool. That's awesome. They're great. Yeah, because their, uh, their Tiny Desk concert they did mm-hmm. like blew up. Yeah. And it's mm. so fun. It's the best. Did you see they did their a Christmas version too? Oh no, I didn't see that. They did their tiny desk, um, and then, then r- right before Christmas, they were NPR released. They show they showed how they changed the studio because they mm, recorded yeah. this in the summer, and so you could hear their Christmas music on Tiny Desk. <laughs> oh, that's too. cool. Mm-hmm. That's really fun. Check it out. Yeah, I don't work for NPR. Did I you? I've been saying them a lot. Um, <laughs> this is like a dumb, uh, shallow question, but did you ever have like a crush on any of them? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I still do. Just curious, yeah. I mean, um, they are because this is for some reason when I was like, when I was like, what other bands that maybe like everyone forgot about could come back and do a tiny desk and have everyone be like, whoa, Hanson, like this is so cool. Mm-hmm. And one of the elements, I was like, who else? And I was like, well, it works. Part of what works for Hanson is like they're all super good-looking dudes, yeah. <laughs> and so you just like want to see that you're like, oh, that's how they turned out. Yeah, Fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know. I know a lot of people in my <laughs> elementary school were eating their words when the hands they cut for their real, hair. For real. Uh, my favorite is Zach, and okay. always was, and yeah. Yeah. will always be. Little dude, Zach. right? Youngest. Youngest, and you know, there's four other Hanson siblings. I think I vaguely like knew that it was a much larger family, but yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know that how many. I mean, Hanson is what you think. Like their mom has long hair down to her feet. <laughs> I mean, they're very like Christian bohemian. 
Do you know like anything else about the rest of the family? Like, are they are these mm-hmm. three in the middle? Are they kind of spread out? Are there other musicians and artists in the family? Or you know? Yes. So they have uh, the hands in the band oldest. They're the old three boys. The three oldest. Immediately okay. after them is is another brother, and his wow. name is Mackenzie, oh. and he is an he is a musician. Okay. And I think he's really good, but I don't yeah. know if he's like professional. But I've seen him on Instagram. I'm also just so. thinking, just like pause, but it's like when they were breaking and getting huge, then that family had a bunch of little tiny kids around. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's what an insane thing for those parents to manage. Yeah, they just had a that's they so had a, ba- a baby when Hanson when uh, Hanson started touring for. Uh, middle of nowhere. Wow. They had a little baby. Zoe. Wow. <laughs> so then they have four, then they have three sisters. Okay. So the four boys, three sisters, uh, um, their dad moved around. They, they moved around a lot be- when they were younger because their dad was in the oil business. So the way Mup came about was Hanson had like three cassettes and they were, were Motown. So mm-hmm. they picked up a lot of the like shoo-ba-doo-bop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's literally Hanson. And, that, and you can hear everything they... Sing has like shalalas in it, and I love it. Uh, yeah, and I mean, that's what I know about the family. Yeah, no, I was just curious. Their dad's um, name is Walker. Their mom's name is Diane. <laughs> Walker and Diane. I Walker and Diane. And they seem very happy. I mean, they all seem very, very happy. But what yeah. I mean, of course, it's Instagram. And then, and then the the, the Hanson brothers in the band, they all have so many kids. I think Taylor has six. No, I think Isaac has maybe three or four, and Zach has three, maybe. How do you tour? with a life like that they probably i mean just i imagine they just carve that out you know yeah. every, once a year and they we gotta probably, have babies yeah. now and then, probably yeah. do very, <laughs> probably do very little like yeah. that like band band stuff when they're off because it's like they need to be at home probably but and also they live on the same property do you know yeah, what i mean that doesn't the, make it yeah, easier rehearsing and all that type of stuff like yeah. tour prep and album probably recording and you know rehearsals and stuff they can do pretty easily yeah I mean, everything worked out for Hanson, and I mean, I guess I'm an, I'll never be Zach Hanson's wife, but <laughs> I, I don't know if I'd want to be a Hanson wife. It, it does look like they raise the children and support their husbands, yeah. and I, wa- I don't want to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's no, like the, the, the less cool side of that kind of like yeah. happy-go-lucky, like reading the good book. Yeah, and they're um, all, of course, well, Hanson was homeschooled, and now mm-hmm. the little Hansons are all home, homeschooled, and... It's like a very sister wifey thing. Yeah. And again, I don't need, want to add to this like image that Hanson haters have of Hanson, but it, it is Hanson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, to add to the positive, for people that aren't familiar with Hanson past Umbop, what would you say is a good starting point for them or like your favorite album? I would say anything but their last album, anything but Anthem. I, unless. If you want like grown up pop Hanson, it's literally anything but their first album, Middle of Nowhere, and their last album, The Anthem. But a lot of people really like Anthem because it's more rock based. Mm-hmm. But I would say start in the middle at The Walk or Shout It Out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Get some people into Hanson. Yeah, get people into Hanson. My favorite Hanson song is called um, Lost Without Each Other, and that's a very fun pop song. And I would say just listen to Lost Without Each Other. Yeah. And see if cool. you like that album. And also all, just know that all their acoustic stuff is on point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so Hanson's been with you throughout these different like periods in your life, mm-hmm. right? Um, 
I'm just curious if there's any other like moments you can pinpoint that you can really remember like needing them or something like that, you know? Yeah, I I really, really needed them when I first moved to New York. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I don't know how your experiences were, but I moved to New York and it was the only thing I ever wanted. And I got here and I felt so trapped. This is an island. Mm -hmm. I don't have a car. I can't leave. And I went to college here. So I'm like in this very little dorm room and... I mean, Hanson got me through it the first year. It was just I would I didn't have any friends. I I didn't I just didn't like anyone, and no one liked me. And it, and what was harder was that this was the only thing I wanted, and sacrificed so much to get here. And I was yeah. like, do I not belong here? Mm. Um, and Hanson came out with this album. I don't know what the I don't I'm forgetting the title, but it had um, uh, this song. Honestly, it was this song Georgia. And um, Been There Before was on it. And it was those two songs, Been There Before and Georgia, that weren't like super, super sad and slow, but were sad and slow enough. Yeah. I was like, you guys get me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, I do, and then I do have on my Spotify, I shout out to Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> I did make a playlist of like Hanson ballads for when I just needed to cry. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, but I made that like years ago <laughs> and so i put on that when i'm sad and i just need to cry i'm like yeah. you guys get me you're here for me well it's great that they have like enough they have such a big catalog that you they can like really just do. make a cry mix from your favorite band i know that is really nice that is nice um i know we like touched on like how fun it is to go see them live but i'm i guess i'm curious like you go to 20 you've seen them 21 times mm -hmm. and i think when we talk to a lot of people who follow bands around or whatever, it's it's there's usually uh, a genre. It's like mostly jam bands is like a thing people really yeah, people really um, see a lot of. Um, like fish. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Shocked. Um, <laughs> but but I, I'm trying to think of somebody who's seen a band that I'm like I'm like outside of that genre who's seen something that, that many times and that's it's a lot of times. like one specific so, band. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and so um, aside from like it being a really fun and great experience, how has it? How's the concert going experience changed for you over all of these oh, years? Oh, interesting. Well, I, I first will say Hanson has been around for a really long mm -hmm. time, so that's why I've had the opportunity. Of course. Yes, of course. Um, twenty-one years. You're not seeing them twenty-one times in a summer, like no. a fish fan. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. I get that. Um, the 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 concert going experience has changed for me personally. I've I now have a lot less anxiety. So before it was like so much anxiety. When am I going to get there? And then you you have to get there earlier and earlier. Like I've slept on the cement for them, like overnight, because mm -hmm. you just have to get there. Even in New York, not that not for the Christmas concert. I'm guessing because it was cold. But the last time I saw them in New York, the, I was like seventh in line. But the people before me were intense in Times Whoa. Square, slept in yeah. tents to see Hanson. And, and this is two years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so before it was like what – it was all about kind of like meeting them, getting a picture with them. So where where are they? Are they here yet? Like what entrance are they – should I be at this side of the venue or that side of the mm -hmm. venue? Can I trust these people to hold my spot? It was so much anxiety. And also there used to be a time when we weren't allowed to like – bring anything in so no disposable cameras right. which is like like where am i gonna hide it and by the way it is in your sock under your pants but now it doesn't really okay. matter <laughs> um so th that was it was just so much anxiety of and and then 
of course you're surrounded by handsome fans and all. Yes, I've been to 21 concerts, but that's that's not a lot if you're a handsome fan. Yeah. So then I'm surrounded by all these other women, and I, I feel so much pressure to be like, oh, I saw them too, and oh yeah, I was there too. Uh, mm-hmm. uh yeah, you uh Toledo 07 was there. Uh huh. It's like such a big. It's just so competitive and overwhelming, and then you have to. It, everything is general admission, so it's getting closest to the stage. It's better to like most people want Taylor's side, but I don't like Taylor's side because I think if you're by Taylor's side, everything is blocked by the keyboard. Yeah. So I'd rather be in the middle or by Isaac's side. So it's just like so the math of it is yeah, insane. Yeah, I love this. It's crazy. <laughs> I mean, and so their last Christmas concert in December, yeah. I did get there. Maybe four or five hours before, uh, which is a lot, the I worst. know. But um, they have you guys been to Kodak Theater in Times Square? They have uh, just one little elevated platform kind of halfway mm. through. And so me and my friend just decided to go there. Yeah. We were halfway through, but nothing was blocking our vision. We yes. could see them. And honestly, no, they could see great. us. Yeah. But before, I would have been like, I can't be that far back. I have to be like yeah. right there. They have to see me. Yeah. Uh, so that's how... But but that's just for me. I will say the the fans that I've been surrounded by are truly the same. They're still ultra competitive. They still talk because Hanson, like every other year, does a cruise ship. Oh yeah, they play on a cruise ship, and like all of the girls know each other from the cruise ship, and blah blah right. blah. And it's still how many concerts? The girl next to me in the concert flew in from like Denmark just Whoa. to see them. I'm like, you're crazy. <laughs> um, so I've I've been able to keep my cool. Cool. And just be there for the boys. You yeah, know? <laughs> I love it. I uh, I think this episode is going to convince some people to listen to Hanson. I hope so, yeah. you guys. I, I really hope so. There's so. a Hanson song out there for you. There is. Remember that, everyone. Remember, Remember yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Carly, thank you so much for joining yeah, thank us. Thank you so for much. Having me, you guys. This Pat, you didn't talk a lot. Do you think I talked too much? I was using this as a learning experience. Thank, and thank you. <laughs> yeah. And thank you. Um, where can people keep up with you? What are you up to? What, what am you I got up to, plug? to? Well, I am at Carly Ann has fun on Instagram and then Carly and Philbin on everything else. I have a show called let me break you up an anti-dating game show the third Friday of the month at UCB East. Mm. And then I'll be, uh, I would like to say debuting, but I've done it once before a new solo show at UCB in April called this doesn't mean I'm your boyfriend. Cool. Very cool. And that's it. Very fun. And then you can see me every night bopping out to some Hanson in my apartment. <laughs> um, to everybody else out there, if you enjoyed the episode, please rate and review. That's what you do. That's what podcasts are all about. That's mm-hmm. how we rake in the big bucks mm-hmm. um, is those rates and reviews. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know what your favorite Hanson song is. Oh, Just please. leave us an mbop. Yeah. Love that. That's pretty good. That should replace what the word for texting is, which is text. Yeah. Leave oh, us an yeah. umbop. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Send me an umbop real quick. Um, <laughs> but thank you everyone for listening. Carly, thank you so much for joining yeah, us. Thank you. That was thank great. you for having This me. was so much enthusiasm and it was so damn fun to be a part of. Oh, good. Uh, and to everyone else out there, until next time. Hit repeat. Ooh. Like an umbop workout. <laughs> Repeater is hosted by Evan Ford Barden and Patrick Cartelli. This episode was recorded at Magnet Training Center in New York City, where they offer classes in improv, musical improv, sketch writing, storytelling, and more. Find out more at magnettheater.com. Visit us online at repeater.show for live dates, hot music tips, and show archives. Theme music by the Sun Lions. Everything else by Love Nest Productions. Welcome to Repeater. Repeater.